Let her go. Last chance. Let go of me, Frank. You don't want to do that. Who the fuck are you? I need to talk. Lose your cell phone? Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with actor, stuntman, Raheem Shab. Man, it's so funny after talking to him and he tell me stories about working with Jason Statham, I saw him three different times in one scene. And I have that as a clip. So, yeah, so that was a blast. And I cannot wait to talk. This is our first action movie in so long. And before I even mention it, well, I guess I will. Mechanic 2, Mechanic Resurrection. And I got to introduce you to my partner in this sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing great, Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing really good because I feel like if I'm thinking back, we have not done an action movie. I couldn't even tell you the last like true action movie that we've done. No, yeah, well, you know, and I also feel like this is like the most up to date action movie we've done. Like we've oh, done a lot easily. of so we've done a lot of old action movies. So uh, yeah, this is the this is the first action movie we've done, and I love Statham. I mean, I think he's like one of the best action guys in the last ten years. Oh, he easy. still makes great movies. But and you, there's always a but when we start these movies. Um, I thought I liked the movie much better the first time I saw it uh, when it came out. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So, so we'll yeah. talk about it. No, this is like the second and newest movie because I think the newest movie that we ever did was Escape, Escape Plan. Plan 3. But other than that, we've only, only, this is the second newest movie ever, 2016. Other than that, yeah. Yeah. No, everything's older. Yeah. No. And the first Statham movie, right? So, I mean, this is our a- first Statham. Yeah. So this is uh, perfect. So we could not do a, an action movie. With our, our action sequel expert, I think he's the last action movie that we truly action movie that we did with Death Wish 4 back in July. Death Wish 3, Under Siege 2, where we're asking the question, how can, how can somebody just cook on a train? How can Seagal just like go into the kitchen and say, hey, I'm going to cook a souffle? No questions asked. No questions asked. And then also Best of the Best 2, where we talked to Eric Roberts and Wayne Newton. Of course, I'm talking our action sequel expert, Andrew. I got the powers. Andrew, how you doing, man? Doing good. Doc, how are you? <laughs> Amazing. If you're watching on video, you saw that. If you're listening, uh, Andrew owns a rage room, Break Stuff New Jersey, in New Jersey, in New Brunswick. And... Uh, he just uh, tossed a cup onto the ground and shattered. Wait, wait, wait. That wasn't his bedroom? He's just throwing it in his back? <laughs> I mean, I thought that was your bedroom. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me get my wife to clean it up. <laughs> All right, Vic, come, uh, clean this up. Uh, Andrew, number five, man. This is, uh, this is monumentous. Number five, that's a big deal. I feel like I'm getting better and better at it, and you know, the more the more I watch these, uh, especially the action films, I, I really want to, like, narrow down into like what what exactly do i like about these action films and like what makes a good action film so i've actually come up with uh the four b's that make a great action film so the first one is boobs <laughs> wait why is the last s backwards 
But, it is not. But, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have it backwards. It's no, all backwards. You, wait, what just happened? No, boobs. Just, it was spelled right forward. Just the S was backwards. That was the only letter <laughs> yeah. backwards. Yeah. Yeah, but the S is backwards. Uh, <laughs> All right, what's the second B? Uh, second one is... <laughs> you can't read your own writing? Uh, I can't. Bombs. So bombs, explosive, big explosions, right? Uh, the next one... By the way, that the, the whole word big... was backwards this time. <laughs> yeah, you're showing it that you, yeah. can, you can read it. Oh, I can't read it. I can't read it. Uh, big big fights. fights. So, big, yeah. So, uh, gunfights, you know, chases, uh, kung fu. Anything, anything that's anything not like small that. or medium. Uh, correct. And then something that's batshit crazy. Maybe that's upside down. That much better. Much, that's much better. Okay. Uh, so, this movie actually had nailed all okay. four of them in the first five minutes. <laughs> first five minutes. So now let me ask you this: with, starting with the first one with boobs, um, yeah. are we talking yeah. about like just like do they have to be naked boobs or is it like no I, no 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 I don't think so I I mean uh, Jason was uh, topless <laughs> many many times. times in this movie so well that that was my question yeah, like that, is it man that... boobs or women boobs or just well whatever whatever your pleasure is you know I'm not going to judge on okay you, whatever okay. see when Andrew makes the the four B's he thinks of not just men not just himself he's not that kind of guy everyone the people wait wait you you think his first one is the men and then the women no I'm saying he's said, thinking about everyone no of course but you said he's not just thinking of just the men he's thinking about <laughs> women too like you 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 would think you would think that he would go like you know he's not just thinking of the women he's adding the men in there but you're saying he thinks is a men boob first then adds the women I think is he's that kind of guy okay what kind of guy is he he cares about people <laughs> not that kind of guy okay I do. okay this is, this is true. Okay. All right, so Mechanic Resurrection, I like that there's a link to it, Andrew, you know, being our Death Wish uh, Charles Bronson expert. This is a Charles Bronson in the first, you know, Mechanic movie in 72, directed by Michael Winter. That movie ends, and uh, there's no sequel. But this one had a sequel, and they didn't even know the first movie didn't do well. The one that came out in 2011, I remember really liking that one. And this movie... They had to fund this a lot, and the budget for this movie, because they filmed all around the world, it was only like $30 million, which is kind of shocking. Um, I I don't think so. Uh, I think, No, they had I a think, lot of explosions. They filmed in some wild places. They did, but they also used a lot of green screen. A lot. They did. And, <laughs> okay, okay. They so, did. Yeah. so, so, okay, this is my, my question with the movie, and sure. it, it might change the way I like the movie and not like it. So, I love, like I said, I, I think he's awesome. The action scenes are great in this movie. Did they make this movie thinking it's going to be a good movie and, like, you know, a good follow up to the first movie? Or did they make this just to have fun, like an 80s, com- like a commando, Cobra, you know, like, you know, like a, a, just a, just a crazy action flick? not taking itself serious and you know having fun with it because if it's the latter then okay it's a good movie but if they thought they were making a good movie the acting was horrendous the green screen was bad i think jessica alba was her acting was horrible oh yeah okay 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 so okay well she 
So the thing with Jessica Alba, it didn't seem like she fit this all. role, right? She doesn't fit the damsel in distress role. I mean, when she first came on screen, I thought she was going to be like a buddy cop with Jason. I thought she was going to be kicking ass. And then uh, she she, she showed signs and of and able I, I to kick ass for some reason. You know, even though she's, you know, yeah. not even, you know, an action. But I just, I feel like, almost feel like she just, like, she has been acting in a while, which might be true, because I haven't seen her in anything. And then she's in this movie, and maybe she forgot how to act. We just nice. lost all of our Jessica Alba fans. <laughs> Jessica Alba just turned us off. Well, listen, she looks great in the movie. Oh, yeah, she's even more pissed. <laughs> <laughs> No, but the funny thing you mentioned it. So definitely the latter. I'm sure they went into this movie, like a lot of his movies. I, I I wouldn't say the transporter movies. If I read it in like a novelization, I'd be like, oh man, this is they're great action movies. There's like you know what you're going in for. And you know what's funny? He made this movie because of movies that he was like the second fiddle, like The Expendables, Fury Seven, and Spy. He wanted, and in his quote, he wanted to give back to his fans. And starred another action genre movie. And I think this one went into the theaters. A lot of his other ones that he did after around this time, like Safe, there was another, the one with J-Lo. I don't think that was like a, a big like theater release. This one did really well. $125 million around the world it made. Well, okay. So my, my right. point is, so yes, you know, you, you want to look at like Transporter or Crank. You know, it, that's all hand-to-hand combat kind of fighting, action. In the first five minutes of this movie, he jumps on a hang glider. Okay, so that. that okay, okay, but see, that's where like I'm like, all right, you know, what, what kind of movie is this? Like that to me is like, all right, they're having fun. It's a silly movie. Like he's not taking it because I mean, I love the hand to hand combat. Yeah, right. It is like that. So um, that's why I'm like, you know, I was expecting more the action, not the over the top craziness. Yeah. So before we start, let me just tell you this fun fact. I don't know if it's a fun fact. So Jessica Alba. And Sam Hazeldean, they were both like so they were so like they love Statham and that he does he still to this day does his own stunts, which a lot of people get to the point in their career, you know, twenty five years into it, and they're like, screw it, I'm gonna let somebody else do it. He's doing everything. They did all their tr- own training, they did all, all their own stunts. Just and the the crew was like so impressed that they did that. So Jessica Alba, she put in the work. She put in the work. Well, she was also alias. I mean, so she did a lot of stunts. You know, oh back my then. gosh, dude! Yeah. yeah, she definitely turned it off because she was Dark Angel. Oh, Dark Angel, uh, a- alias yeah. Dark Angel, same thing. That's right. Now we lost all the alias fans <laughs> and the Dark Angel fans. <laughs> They're just switching off. Nobody's listening right now. All right, oh I'm my. hanging up. I'm done. <laughs> so no, uh, so let's get right into this movie. So the green screen is one thing I was going to mention because there's green screen in the back. And there is a scene that we'll talk about. It's later in the movie, but the computer graphics they use look. We'll talk about it. So no, the <laughs> the movie so opens up, and you see that famous Rio de Janeiro stock footage. That whoever owns that is probably the richest man in the world. Move over, Bill Gates. This guy's so rich. It's the same shot in any movie that shoots in Rio. It's that same little pan on it, and. Just the fact that his name's Arthur Bishop, the toughest guy, one of the toughest guys. It's not a tough guy name. We just lost all the authors now. <laughs> just, okay. So, you know, all, I mean. All, all the people named Arthur, the fans of the cartoon Arthur, and then fans <laughs> of Arthur on the Rocks. <laughs> Dudley Moore stands are done. They turned us off. 
<laughs> so Stephen, we open up. He has a pretty cool uh, setup. Like his houseboat is awesome. Open the day, uh, listen to a vinyl. And then the fact that he has to leave every day and arm his boat. That's got to be. Could you imagine living a life like looking over? Is everybody thinks he's dead at this point from the last um, movie? Based on the the scenic view that he's living on, I it's like arming your house. Don't you put an alarm on your house when you leave the house? Some people. Well, well if you had an maybe alarm, I sh- maybe have- I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay, actual but- guards. <laughs> okay. So- you got, you got Doberman's guards and, uh, you know. No, a Vietnam, a Vietnam war vet. I give him a six pack a day and he just. That's all he needs. That's it. Oh, all right. We, no, we just. God, now, now nobody's listening. <laughs> but I mean, okay. So it's like alarming your house. I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm okay with that. Listen, the, this, the, the, I'll give the, the, the location of this movie, the water, the island is amazing. Like it really looks like, like paradise, man. I would, yeah. I would live there in a heartbeat. So no, I don't feel bad for him at all. I don't know why he leaves. Like, like, why does he leave? Like, he leaves to go to this like ritzy bar, or rest, whatever the hell it was, a restaurant. Like, why leave that? Like, if you if you're playing dead, I don't know. That seemed like play play. To why play is he playing dead? Chill. I don't forever. remember. The well, first he time. died. He wanted to like get out of the business because that's what his thing is. And wait, he you said he died. He he like faked his own death. He like escaped in the, just end, in, time. in the end of the first one. In the end of the first one, yeah. He seems to do that a lot. And that, yeah, he does. He, oh, <laughs> dude. The plot of this movie is the same thing as Killer Elite. The, no, not the whole plot. It's just that no, Killer Elite, he has to do three kills yep. and make them look like accidents. And the mechanic, that's his full, whole thing. And that's why in those fight scenes, even Jason Statham said it was so hard to do like those really quick fight scenes because the way his character is supposed to think like, cause he respect the Bronson movie is that's why in some of them, he looks around for things to use or like angles, and like grab different things. But no, you know, what's really speaking of alarm. What's alarming is this movie came out in 2016 and what did they have a stuff? Like, did somebody have extra blackberries? Because why the phones they used in this movie, <laughs> dude, iPhones were out for almost 10 years and he was using this phone that had like a little tiny screen and it said alarmed. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's on an island. He probably doesn't have a good Wi-Fi or, you know, connection there. And he you has know, 40 old- of those phones. We saw he has two ca- briefcases that are okay. different briefcases with a million uh, passports and a million cell phones there and in Thailand or whatever. Listen, you know what? The equipment that he he's somehow able to get every single place he goes to, he has the most high tech equipment somehow stashed everywhere. Because I don't know how he travels with all that stuff and where he hides it. So yeah, that's I mean he has everything everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he has access to anything he wants. Yeah, and that restaurant is when he gets there again. His name he was by Santos Bishop. Dude, why would he like use a different last name? And his accent is horrible. Oh. So when he sits at that table, they go, Mr. Santos, we have the table set up for you. And the green screen, you're right, is so bad. Behind him, it's horrendous. But I get it. It probably saves so much money not filming a swanky, like actual on location. But the fact that that girl sits down and starts talking to him and she goes, I know who you are, Arthur Bishop. And he throws, I don't even want to attempt it. I, sh- I don't want to lose the last listener that's here. <laughs> That might be from Rio de Janeiro, and they might be upset. But just the fact that he attempts it, and then in seconds he like gives up. 
Listen, he's got a strong accent to begin with. Why even mess around with that? Like, to think that he's going to be able to speak Spanish. Like, yeah. it was just ridiculous. Oh, man. And then right away, without even saying anything, she just gives him the proposition. You have to you know, perform these three jobs, which why would he do that? Really? Why? Just because he, which we see in a second that there's like a ton of henchmen there. This guy obviously can take them all out. Why would she think she can just ask him that? And it'd be like that simple. No, he's, he's out of the loop for a while. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they feel like his guard is down. Listen, first of all, a lot of women get beat up in this movie a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I mean, Jessica Alba, forget about it. Like, she gets pounded. I mean, like, it's, they, they, they're pretty physical in this movie. I did like this action scene. The only thing is, though, and I, you know, he doesn't usually do it in too many of his movies. The camera speed was jacked up for the scene. Like, it was moving very fast. I guess the, maybe, maybe to go with what you said before is like, he couldn't, he didn't want to go that fast because he's supposed to be more of a thinker. Or whatever, or yeah, I think it was like that because if you notice it, which I'll, I'll play the scene, and this is where, and then maybe Andrew uh, can tell us where all the bees uh, got, <laughs> where all the bees show up, the four bees of of the movie. But yeah, dude, within there's, be- there's one bee. <laughs> oh, that is the first bee. Oh, oh, two bees, two bees. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. He gr- he knocks the guy. He uses the table as a weapon. He knocks out how many people? See, look how fast the camera's moving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, ouch. Face on the grill. And I'll point out Brahim, last week's guest. There he is right there. That's Brahim. So that's him getting his ass kicked right there. And then he gets a knife to his back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, this is the first five minutes in the movie. <laughs> oh. First five minutes. And then that was cool using the taser to set the, and then Brahim again. That's the scene that he made him do 10 times because he knew he could do a perfect. And that was the last one. Insane. See, now if the whole movie was like that, I'm in. Like, it's like, I, that, that scene was awesome. As much as they, you know, the green screen and the, you know, the fast moving of the camera, but it was awesome. But when you start doing the stupid things of jumping on a hang glider, it takes a little away from what he does. I would say that's the only over-the-top thing that I think would, wouldn't be possible that he does in this movie. Well, I think a lot of it is pretty much impossible. I mean, <laughs> that's such, I mean, I mean, I think that whole scene we just watched is pretty impossible. You got, and again, the same thing we talk about in every movie. Why are they all attacking one at a time? Like, if they bum-rush him, you know, Raheem's a big guy. They bum-rush him, they're going to knock him down. No, let's go one at a time. Yeah, he's not big enough to pull the commando and just the Matrix and <laughs> no, not the, at all. Or Jackson, or Jackson yes, Jackson and uh, <laughs> no, but and then the fact the way he escapes, I think I know jump on the hang glider is silly, but when he's on that tram, because in this movie oh. the way he leaves scenes and stuff, he's super fast and just the way he like when he's on the boat later in the movie, like doing parkour, which was insane. Movie's on top of the tram, and there's there are a lot of henchmen, but there's a lot of just regulars at that restaurant, and they're just like shooting everywhere, trying to shoot through it. And then he jumps over her and lands on that. And I thought that was gonna be just Galba. I don't know why. I really thought so. I didn't watch a trailer and I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I thought that was gonna be just Galba, and then from there they were buddy copping it. You know what's really weird though? We never saw those henchmen again. 
that henchman crew. Well, they're all in the hospital. Oh. And, well, they're all probably dead. And then, I mean, no, no. I mean, they just watched. They just watched Statham sail away on the hang glider. Like, they didn't. They all had broken arms and legs. No, the next Andrew. No, no. The next scene, they all what? go to his boat. They're all those henchmen that survived that could walk. Oh, I thought it was just one dude. It was all of them? Oh, there was actually – there was two guys on the boat, but I'm sure some were in the boat. But just the fact that oh. he had to blow up that boat, that's a lot. That I know uh, he has a ton yeah, of money. Okay. That makes sense. He has so much but money. That, that chick that – chi- that chick, though, she should have survived. She took a table to the face, no, she, she, and then she, she still, still chased him. She should have definitely been in the final four at the end of the movie. I don't yeah, know. How about the she... fact that that was a packed restaurant, and I didn't see anyone leaving? Like, they're watching this crazy action scene going on right now with weapons and fighting and death, and they're all still eating their meal. Honey, like, no one honey, got up. honey, we should go. Wait, honey, this is the entertainment I told you about. <laughs> Frank, I waited four fucking years for a reservation. Three Michelin stars. <laughs> One thing I got to say, Jamie, I know it's ridiculous that he lands on the paraglider, but this might be the greatest in our history of our podcast, episode 202, sequel number 74, opening credit scene. That was six minutes of action, and then it said mechanic resurrection. No, without a doubt. Like I said, I mean, that was five minutes into the movie. I mean, but there's a reason why they did that, because the next half hour was slow as crap. Like with him and Jessica Alba. There was nothing. It was like a love story for 30 minutes. Yeah, it it was, did feel, I, I guess it did feel that long. But the next scene I, was very interesting. I have a lot of questions, and I'm hoping that we could all talk about it for a while. Like, how does he have a secret lair in a shipping container on a on a boat? You're, you're talking about a guy who has all this equipment that he's able to sneak into a prison. Who's able that. to bring... Okay, you, you get that? Yes, but able- what I'm saying is nobody accidentally, one guy that's a new guy doesn't accidentally move that container one day. Like, it's in the same spot? Really? Nobody found that and said, holy shit, 30 passports and 40 Blackberries? I can get like $5 a Blackberry. Maybe there's a lock on it. <laughs> Did you imagine? Like a 14, 17, 69, and then he giggles. No. But no, I just thought that was silly. And the fact that he has internet, that great of internet there, that he's able to plug in his BlackBerry oh. and find out everything about this girl in seconds. They have great internet everywhere <laughs> in this movie. True. Excellent. 4K streaming. He's in the bumfuck off of Malaysia, and he's getting perfect signal. Amazing. I don't know. This would have been a perfect spot for like AT&T Verizon to like, you know, put in a sponsorship because holy shit. But who is he working for that, that he has access to the software that I'm assuming that anybody, you know, can't just go into? I don't know. He's right? an I independent mean, contractor. So okay. I don't know. Is there so, some. So, uh, so how does he have <laughs> access to any database, you know, of, of getting any face recognition possible? I don't know. He should have a handler like he had in the transporter. Right. Remember that guy, the French guy? He was great, right, he, but he doesn't. And no, he if doesn't. he's yeah, and if he's so he has to be some kind of database that other people are getting into, like it, it, you know, henchman.com or 
Now we just lost all the henchmen. Now we lost all the henchmen. There was one screen where he had to pay something. Remember that? There was, there was, I don't know which part of the movie, but there was a. Oh, it was this part. No, I think it was here. He paid like 10 grand for the information. Yeah, Yeah. 10 grand for the information just for like the shitty documents to pop up. Yeah. That was a really bad transaction. (laughs) I mean, right in the open, you know, and a bar. That's that that guy. Was that, was that where it was? He met the guy at the bar, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he no, he was sitting at a table with the guy. No, he does oh, that there, okay, but okay. then he... Oh, that's when he's buying uh, the stuff for the pool, right? Is that okay, when he's yeah, buying yeah, that okay. stuff? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, but he okay. does... So Andrew's deal. right. Yeah. He does enter something on the computer to get the... I forget the actress's name. But yeah, to get her uh, her information within seconds. And then he... I guess he kind of pieces together. Or does she say who she works for? Does she mention his name, Crane? She said she 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 said she worked for. Oh wait 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 hold on no 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 okay. she never did, she never did. Yeah, so he he figured it out when he pulled her up, and then the associates it came up as Crane. Yeah, but he does he is nervous that somebody's going to find his lair because doesn't he doesn't he burn everything? He burns all the documents in there. He, he seems to do that a lot though. Like he, he does. doesn't leave any traces. He doesn't leave any traces. But the, he's not at that shipping container all the time. Somebody does he burn it every day? Does every day he goes in there, prints all the new stuff out? He must go through a ton of paper. Well, those shipping containers are fireproof, <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not, is there any shipping container experts? Oh, he's he's still in line. <laughs> <laughs> His name's not Arthur, so he's okay. Arthur. So now he's in South Thailand, and then he sees a familiar friend that, and he, it just so happens that his bungalow, I guess, he owns the bungalow, but she says it's available. Is she renting out his bungalow? Is he getting a cut of that? or Is she from the first movie at all? Because, like, you know, she, he talk, she talks about so. him saving. saving. Okay. See, I thought that would have been good if she was in the first one, because sa- she says, you saved me also in the past, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember her, but. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. But the fact that he gets to a shack, and then when this is a shack on a beach, sand underneath, and he moves to the bed, and he has guns, and he has that same freaking case that has thirty passports and thirty blackberries. How do how do we get these these planks that we move <laughs> and get? He has a lot of them. But, oh yes! Holy shit! Wait, not only the that. plank though, but how do you, how do you get into the ground that deep like that? Like with the foundation of a house or anything? Like because this happens in every movie. There's always a plank that you can move for for like you know guns and like briefcases. That that's you know if there's not a market if there's not a supplier for it I think this is the natural every uh, house should have a plank that you can move to take we, we should start selling those <laughs> wait didn't he there's two of them in this movie is the one in the shipping container I think the first it one was, was in the, the boat, boat. Okay. was it in the boat yeah which begs the question now he I mean he really just ruined the integrity of the boat <laughs> that shit would have fucking sank if he really. <laughs> It was probably leaking anyway. He probably blew it up, <laughs> save himself a big headache in the long run. He was probably collecting the insurance money. He was—that's what he was. And those guys happened to be he was on there. Leased. When he blew it up. So he's, you know, to get out of the contract, he just figured, <laughs> you know what? I got to time the explosion, and that's it. <laughs> oh man! And then we got. Uh, so he's. And then the next scene, he's at the restaurant, right? And he's trying to find more. Oh, yeah, he's at the restaurant. No, no. 
No, Jessica Alba. No, no, no. The, he, this is where Jessica just, Alba comes in. Yeah. Oh, this is the first time we see yeah. her, right? When she comes in asking for medical supplies. Yeah. Right. And then she notices a bruise on her arm. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to tell you, um, I I was expecting a whole different ending with Jessica Alba. Okay. Oh, okay. me so too. Me probably too. the same thing. Oh, and to me, God. that would have made a better, better ending, I think. Yes. And this is why I did not include plot in the four Bs. <laughs> Uh, well, plot, plot doesn't plot start with a B, so a B, but but the <laughs> plot was terrible. But it, I I enjoyed it. Okay, so but but you're okay. You're we're on, we're on the same page then. Then then because yeah. that they really set it up to be like that. And I think again that twist would have been so much better than how it ended. Because it would have been. You know, it would have been even better when uh, Bishop got on the boat, and if uh, Jessica Alba was beating the shit of that guy. <laughs> That would have been a great twist. Like he thinks he's saving her, but no, he's actually has to save so, him. So then, they, then him and the guy fall in love, and then the rest of the movie, he has to find that guy. That would have been a good twist. But okay, okay, he would have brought him home. He would have bed him down. Well, the I reason why I think out. the other way would have been better because how long does he? I mean, technically, how long does he know Jessica before? Oh, a day, a day that. He's this in love that he's going to risk his life. He's going to do all these things for her. And to me, the most important thing, he gives his father's watch to Jessica Alba after knowing her for a day. Like, so that to me, the other plot would have been so much better. <laughs> uh, that one didn't break, by the way. That, that glass didn't break. Nah, yeah. No, no, definitely did not. But you know, the funny with that watch, when he gave her the watch, that's what led me to believe there was going to be something at the end. That that it, it was either that he put that watch on her for a very specific reason, or or something like that. That threw me off, and it never came to anything. Which oh, was, see, I wasn't. Was even, I was just thinking like she was playing him the whole time. No. Oh. I wasn't. See, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna yes, track her. That's, what, that's I what I thought. I thought he was gonna do when he put that on. Wouldn't the hen- the henchman and Crane when they see like a watch? Don't they check people's bodies? Wouldn't they think that could be like some kind of tracking device or some kind of communicator? And they like throw it off the boat. They they let her keep yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah, but because because they. But knew why would they? From. They knew that it yeah. was his watch. His father. It wasn't. How do they know? Well, they don't know, but but you know, I don't know. But it wasn't. So, you know. But they should be preventive, you know, be pr- proactive. Okay. So, that in that case, then she shouldn't have any earrings or any jewelry whatsoever. Exactly. Uh, or any clothing. Or any, any clothing well, and that would enhance clothing. your boobs I mean, thing, then. So, okay. Tenfold. Okay. Tenfold. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So then we get, uh, so when, which the boat's really far out. So when they show the one shot of Michelle, I think her name's Michelle Yeo. Yes. I, I forget her character's name. Oh, May. When May comes out at night, the, the boat, you can pretty much see it clear from the beach. But later when she convinced, she convinces Statham to go out there. She goes, I've seen this before. And this doesn't end well because she's a fighter and fighters are the ones who usually end up dead. So he's almost like, fuck, I'm trying to get some sleep. 
you know, my boat, I blew, I blew my boat it. up. But until she said that I'm going to go do it, which, yeah. What, what, what do you expect her to do? You know, Maybe but she has skills. Does. Why do you think she has skills? Oh, I think that would have been a much better I don't movie. Know. Maybe that would be okay. cool. That would be a good thing. She shows up at the end or somehow helps if out. May, if May went over there and whipped his ass. Oh, or when man, the cop showed up later, it would been great if oh. May like, put up a fight. She wasn't even around. Well, Alba puts up a fight all the time. And again, she's not she's not in a, any kind of expert or anything. So I was surprised why she was able to fight so well. Yeah. Because she does so, a couple moves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, she can't come on guy in no, the No, she did, she did mean, a couple really elbow a things and... No, she was physical in some of the scenes. Yeah, I thought she was pretty good. And then we got to the scene. So he he gets out to the boat, right? He he takes like a little boat out there. He jumps off. Which did he? I guess he left that boat out there because May picks him up later. No, no, no. He he because he he drags his boat with the big boat when he's dragging the body. So oh, when, he, okay, when he's okay. when he's driving the, the boat, he's yeah. He, you can see his boat in the background. Yeah, so he jumps off, so he's far enough away. He sneaks on, and she's like, "This guy's choking her out." And just the line I had it in the intro clip—it's so funny when the guy he's like, "Don't even think." And his again, his accent because he has an accent, and he's trying to speak American, and he's like, "I wouldn't do that if I were you." And the guy goes to grab the the harpoon gun, which is far away from him, and then. And it's like Statham accidentally killed him. There was like actually like sort of remorse. There was, but but I don't think the the guy didn't seem that surprised that there's just a strange man standing on my boat right in front of me. I mean, like he was just like, "Who are you?" Like, and, I, and like he was just like, <laughs> "Who's this guy?" I mean, he's literally in the middle of the ocean. Like again, it's Statham was on that boat, little boat, for a while. You know. One, didn't the guy hear the boat coming towards him? Because it was, you know, he got the motor going. So he didn't yeah, hear it. There's at nothing all. out there. There's probably no nothing, noise pollution. Nothing. So you know you're going to hear it. But like, he didn't seem that surprised. He was like, who are you? you know, it was like a Jason like, movie. It was exactly like a Jason movie. Somebody is standing outside at the dock and they see this guy in a hockey mask. It's like, hey, what are you doing? Not, not like, ah! yeah, right, right. That's what I mean. Like, and you listen, throughout the whole movie, he's very stealthy. I mean, he's, he's the most quiet killer. I think I've ever seen because he gets everywhere and no one notices. Yeah. Yeah. Those suction oh my cups goodness. don't make a oh. fucking sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they don't make a fucking Wait, sound. Wait, you're our sound effects guy too. That was pretty good. That was pretty, I did I did like that. <laughs> so now you would think that he did his what he does is make things look like accidents. He didn't even try it with the boat. He just blew the boat up. And how about when he, he just blew the dude, shit when he, up? How about the frozen rope that that uh, flare gun was on? <laughs> it wasn't like a flare gun that goes in the air and like lands. It went like it had like a homing missile on it. Yeah. And I mean, okay, so he, he his plan was to blow it up. But before he blew it up, he was touching everything possible on that boat. So his fingerprints are all over that boat. So yeah. even if you blow, blow it up, you know, you're, you are on water. So you're assuming that the whole boat, you know, some of it's going to survive. Your fingerprints are all over that boat. Like he wasn't careful at all. Yeah. Nope. And the fact that he doesn't know the relationship between, I know Jessica Alba is getting beat by him. Uh, Gina was getting beat, but he doesn't know the relationship. Like she, he doesn't know that, that they've only known each other for a few weeks and what's about to be revealed. But 
He played judge jury, jury and executioner. I'm sure because he's a stealthy guy that can kill anyone. I'm sure he knows first aid. He could have tried something. That's true. May, May said that, right? Wait. That people that can inflict the greatest harm can, uh, can also be the greatest healer, which is the most <laughs> bullshit fucking line ever. Most bullshit line. Like, like, uh, that sounded good, but oh my god! Hey, Miyagi, Miyagi can heal. Yeah, but he wasn't shot. Daniel wasn't shot. He got kicked in the leg. Oh, should have been shot. Well, there would have been a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you're comparing a kick in the leg to getting shot? <laughs> no, but he didn't try. There was no attempt. He just saw all the blood, and he's like, and May showed up, and. He, it was like we gotta get out of here. Okay, so if he if he makes if he the guy survives, then what? The guy presses charges, and then he has to go to jail or court. He's like, listen, it's a lot easier. Just kill the guy, make sure he's dead, and that's it. He is a killer. I, hate, I mean, I hate court. I hate court. That's why he did it. <laughs> so here, the 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 when she reveals her whole thing, it was so confusing because. It's not like she has really. That's why I think what you guys mentioned, I, I think it would make more sense because it's, her story sounded so fake. About like obviously that she does a charity which people can do, teaching kids and helping you know girls like the uh, sex traffic. That, that makes sense too. But just the fact that she goes, I came here and I found this guy, so I can get you to know how the hell does she know that he was gonna Statham was gonna be there in days she said she was with that guy for two weeks yeah her acting was not again was not great so i think that was i'm not saying her acting was bad it might no i am was so she was probably confused no i'm telling her acting was bad and i think that's why it was coming across so fake i think i and that's yeah that's why I thought it was going to be a twist at the end where she was going to follow through on that right. double cross at the end. Correct. It would have been Correct. much more satisfying. So I think – I don't think it's a matter – I just think – I think just I, – I, it's almost like she wasn't into the role. You know, she just – you know, she hasn't acted in a while. She needed a paycheck and, you know, she just went out there because I don't – I she's she's been – she's done a lot of good acting roles. This was not one of them. And I think – I think it showed. I really do. I don't think it was that – it was a great role for her. And and maybe it wasn't like listen. She was a lot younger than him, probably like fifteen, twenty years younger. So- <laughs> Sorry, Jessica. Where, how, how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. You're trying to do a heart. You're doing a Bieber heart for Jessica Alba. Like you don't, you, you don't, you you think you you see them as like a romantic couple on screen. Like I feel like there was there wasn't a lot of chemistry. Like it just it just it just wasn't. Well, a even good- if there should never be chemistry, like they met each other like within a day. Back or death? No, it just. I, I again. I know it, it, that that doesn't make sense. It just. I don't know. I think another actress in the role would have been a better fit, and I think it might have just worked a little better. That's all. Yeah, if they were going for damsel in distress, yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, who in that? Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, she's badass. Boy George. Boy George. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, see, so now it makes sense. The boobs of the man boobs first, then okay. I love the right. reasoning. He goes, "You haven't been doing anything lately." <laughs> so you name a non-actor. Okay, <laughs> so that's the first thing that comes to your mind is Boy George. Or he's saying he might have done better than Jessica Alba did in this movie. 
Oh, and you, and you thought I was insulting Jessica I, Alba? I know. <laughs> Andrew. Yikes. Oh, Jessica definitely showed up. I love Jessica She, she was supposed I, to be on I our really show in a couple really of weeks. I forget her. about it now. Yeah. She's going to shoot me. <laughs> so then we get, then, then, and then Bishop, this right away, he's checking out, uh, Alba's bum. He's looking at her butt. So within seconds, you know, oh, booty isn't one of your bees. That should be on there. Should be the fifth B, maybe. See, I think, I think, Booty is it should have been more, but just because if you say boobs, I'm thinking you know usually they're going to show them and they don't show anything in this except for man boob. Oh yeah, I guess true. So then, so what they want to do is they have to convince. Why would why would Bishop do this? So he has to he he doesn't know her, so anybody can come up to him and tell him this like sort of sob story. So within the next morning, he sees Crane's people, which. They don't notice that he's looking over at them. Aren't they looking the whole time and Wait, not like two cops they're looking at, out? They're looking at each other the same exact time. No, so like they, they had their binoculars. It's, it's almost like a naked gun thing. Like they're like you're looking with the binoculars, but they're looking at you. So all you see is eyeballs because you're like, yeah. looking at each other. That's what it looked like. I and But he acted like they didn't see him. Like he was like, oh, yeah, they're out there. Like, yeah. And they just held hands in that moment when they'd be like, oh, boss, they just held hands after they after we saw him notice us. So they do that in order to make them think that they show up and there's a wedding going on and or something. And May puts a rope around them. So, dude, they know each other for 12 hours. They're genitalia to genitalia. Which is so weird. Like that's weird. Like, well, she, she was definitely like hot for him. Like she, like she made the first move. She was like, she, like he, he almost seemed like he was trying to avoid her, but just because probably like in any other movie, when you get too close to a subject, they always end up dying. She she told him exactly what her mission was Correct. to you know seduce him and like like and that's why it made no sense. Like like she fucking told you. What her plan was, and you're falling right for well, it. Well, it oh, is I'm Jessica Alba. that I'm really here. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I would. So, you know. <laughs> so then we get, so then we, like, Crane, like, within, and then he hears that name. So then he, like, reveals the whole why, because Crane's disappointed that he survived what happened, you know, five years earlier. And then when they get back to the place, he says, Oh, was it before or after they had sex that he said, I, I got everything taken care of. They're going to take your, a boat's going to come here in the morning and they're going to take everyone. Was that before or after they had sex? After. Uh, it's probably after. Usually you call, usually you call the Uber for the woman <laughs> after. I think, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I thought Crane time, so was sure, going to be Tommy I think... Lee. I, that, see, oh, and, that and, first of all, I think, I oh, think, so much first of all, age wise, they, I think that would have fit better. Crane and Tommy, I think Tommy Lee and Jason Statham, I think that would have been a much better, like, bad guy, good guy it kind of thing. would have been if he had a good henchman to have that fight scene at the end, because I did enjoy that. No, I, and I'm sure they could have, but I just, I, just because I knew he was in the movie and, like, I was waiting for Tommy Lee and I'm, like, thinking, like, he must be the ba- main bad guy and, like, nope, didn't come up yet. <laughs> Another uh, plate crash. No, seventy-one minute minutes in is when he finally shows up. Seventy-one yeah, minutes. I know. Hour, I know. The mo- the movie's like it. It's ninety-six minutes, but it ends, I think, at like eighty-eight or something. Yeah. So he's no, barely like in the movie, and I love yeah. him. I love his role in this oh. movie. He can, he could play any role. I mean, he really can. 
But yeah. So yeah. So I, I was expecting that. So now was this guy in the first movie then? This bad guy? I don't no, remember. The first... no. I know he was upset with that he survived. He so I'm sure it would have been, or it could have been, man, mechanic fans are going to be pissed at me right now. But I feel like it could have been maybe like a Die Hard 3, like you killed my brother or something like that. There was something that yeah, he wasn't yeah. supposed I, to survive. I, I, well, it, it's kind of like a Die Hard 3 because he's they're putting him on a wild goose chase all over the place. So yeah, it is kind of true. like a Die Hard 3. So then we mentioned the watch already that she gives. Again, he gives her the watch. So then, again, why? With no GPS. No, tracking, no, device, GPS no, no GPS. No, nothing special about that watch at all. At all. Nothing. Like nothing at all. Just that this is my dad's. Dad well, I, I, I think it shows that how much in love he is with her after one day. After one day. After one day. That's that's the day. whole purpose of the watch. My 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 tr- my treasured possession yeah. I'm going to give to you. Yeah. Someone that told me that I was supposed to scam you to do something the first time I met you. Um. Here's here's my watch that I I possess more than anything else. It's it's most of, it's... She she dry humps me. I'm gonna give that watch right to her. I, I don't. I would never give you this watch. I would never. Watch. It's so important to me. <laughs> Boobs. Here you go. <laughs> I bet you she has the combination to the to the thing. The the sixteen seventeen sixty nine. He he he. So then. They're on the beach. I don't understand why he wouldn't have the boat show up in the middle of the night. I think that's so dumb. It's like henchmen attacking one on one, or you know, I don't understand why it's like let's wait till the day. Why wouldn't you escape at night? And they're walking on the beach. You see the fake cops show up that are working for Crane. And dude, I there's like two scenes in this movie that I'm not saying I don't expect them to fight, but they were like sort of shocking. This one when he's they're just standing there and. You're thinking, okay, they're going to take Alba, and he's just going to like go quietly. No, they both fight the cops. Yeah, they, they, they it, 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 it's just throwing hands. There was a the pause, cops. like there was like a lo- like a kind of a long pause, and you're like, all right, you're right. You, you didn't th- you didn't expect it, him to just snap like that, and he does. Yeah. I did, I don't I don't know how they thought that they were gonna, they were going to take him down when th- he they brought him to hit, to their territory in the restaurant, and he manhandled like ten people. So they thought they're going to go to his home territory where he lives and be able to, t- to take him on. Like, I know. They, they never plan the right way. Even him. Why would he walk the beach like that? Like, not have, like, a gun on him? It was almost like he was welcoming that because he has, it was gonna he has two guns that he doesn't need an actual physical guns. I mean, his hands are weapons. That is so, true. you know. I did like when they when they did take him and they take him to, to sit down and meet with Crane. Dude, that was cool. The fact that he was in that chair that had the bomb on it and there was like nothing. You, and I, you know what I was thinking the whole time? Cause he's so methodical. I'm like, what can he do? Wait, can he do like a Indiana Jones, like knock a guy out, throw him on the chair, like move right at the same time or something like that. But no, I did like some of those like weird elements that he was in throughout the movie. Oh, no, you're right. And, and, you know, something, you know, we're, I mean, we're getting to the point now where he, you know, he, he explains what he needs to do. And, you know, and Jason Statham goes, you know, how can I trust you that you're going to deliver, you know, the girl? And he goes, what did he say? He said, like, because if I know you, I don't want to be on your list or something like that. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he think he's already on the list for kidnapping his girlfriend? And, you know, like, so, like, he's already on the list. Does he think, like, he's going to get off the list at at some point? Like, you know, so why would he think that, no, now he's not going to be on the list because he's, he's an honor, his, uh, his deal? You know, like, yeah, I feel it's like he thinks that his henchmen are better than 
than Arthur Bishop. I really think that he thinks that because he obviously does escape like an attack like a couple times in the movie. But dude, the here's one question I gotta ask both of you, and I'll ask you I'll ask Andrew first. From when this part happens, when uh Gina gets taken, how long until the end of the movie? How many days do you think? Oh man, that's a good that's a good question. I mean, is it like four to five? Like it seems like it's really rapid succession. I'm gonna say three four days of Jamie, right? Because he gets them. Because you know the the first kill and the second, yeah, I'm gonna say. Okay, four, five so days. are you asking me what it should be or what it looks well, no, like? It is well, what it well <laughs> no what it what it should be. I would it's got to be like a couple of weeks. I would think it'd have to be like two weeks. I mean, like he's traveling all over the place. He's got he's scoping out each territory. He's yes, you know it's it's so it's got to be. I would say it has to be like two weeks each kill, like because he's taking time. It almost comes across like each kill is one day. Like he spends the morning of like scoping out what he needs to do, getting his equipment, going, and then getting you know thrown to prison. He's in prison one day and he escapes the next day. Like I, I just it just yeah, everything seems to happen so fast, but it should. He's got really good Wi-Fi. Yeah, he does. Wifi, yeah. Really but it should be Wi-Fi. at least, to me, two weeks per kill. Oh, that's dude, and think. then that's that's even thinking about just two kills, because the last one, uh, Max, that is a day. He only has a day for that one. But you're right. Dude, he gets an apartment in every of the first two. He has, like, his own place. So, obviously, he has to sign some paperwork, or he has to give somebody money. He has to find an apartment. And then... The amount of pictures that he has on the walls and the books and the computers, dude, he's got to be there for at least a few weeks. It is insane the amount of photos he has. I think it's for both of them. But when he has the the plans for the prison and he's looking everything up, I'm like, holy shit. He has the whole blueprint of the prison. He has the blueprint of the prison and the and he gets it for the apartment in the next yeah, one. Yeah, and, and 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 does he have like an endless supply of, of equipment? Because all its equipment does, like, you know, a lot of it gets blown up or get used. Like, where is he getting this stuff from? Like, he it blows also, it up like, himself. They, he blows he it up. He, he, like, maybe has, like, a warranty on it, and he just gets it shipped to the next. Uh... But where? Like, okay, so he, he lost his <laughs> ship that had a lot of things. So where is, like, like they sh- he should have a queue. Like, they should show us, like, a queue that, like, is always hooking him up wherever he goes and delivers equipment. But they don't. He's, like, somehow at the apartment, he's got everything he needs. Where'd he get it? I- I would think Crane should give him a like a, a gopher to be with him, or he should have a gopher. You're right. There should be like a queue that works with him because everything is there. Like, dude, the, that's like a really good laser printer that he has. Those photos are great. And that's all I could think about when I saw that scene. So one thing that I think that was really cool, the prison they used in this movie is a real, it's a real prison that's abandoned now. So that's why they really use it for the movie. Is How it? Fr- Dude, that is like uh, Alcatraz. Is yeah, that one. But they have oh. one that is just as intimidating that you can't. Dude, that's like Alcatraz. So I would say that. So that prison is really on an island like that. Like, yeah, that's dude. crazy. That's crazy. And then, like, insane. you know, prisons in those, con- in those countries, you know, they were like insane. Like, oh. That was really nice, though. You were playing soccer. Playing it was a like camp. You, they, they were, they a, were at camp. You had a free reign. Cocaine? The, oh, you had all the cocaine I you wanted? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, what? That was the best prison. If I was going to go to jail, I would go to Malaysia. I, I don't. Well, so can I we, mean, based on some of the things we've been talking about, I could see that. You'd want to go <laughs> so to prison. Like, <laughs> 
So let's talk about Crash. Perfect timing. So let's talk about the first target, Krill. Okay. So before you get what, so unless I missed it somehow, why does he want these three people that, like, what's there what, is competition? There's four. We don't find. Yeah, we don't find that until later. But there's four arms dealers. Okay, so it's about arms warlords in the world. Okay, and warlords because this guy's a wars warlord and a mass murderer. But it's basically all of Crane's like okay, you know, competition. Okay, so this Krill guy. So here's the thing that doesn't make sense. So inside this prison that. Okay, well, well, let's back up. How about the fact that Arthur Bishop looks in the wanted ads, almost like in like the one ads in the newspaper, and he finds out who's out for whatever. So he finds a guy doesn't look anything like him. (laughs) Not, not, and knowing how prisoners, I mean, you always hear stories of like the the people that you would not want to go to prison are the people that are like sex offenders. You know, they're like the in prison, they're like, you know, everybody like goes like they're a target. So that's that's what you that's your target. Like that's the person you want to go in as. Like to like right, like, what do you want to go like if you're gonna go and throw into like a crazy prison like that, I want to find a guy that killed five hundred people. Like like you know like everybody's gonna be scared of me. I don't want to be someone that they're gonna be targeting me right off the bat. And the fact that he has to get this intricate tattoo. Well, I guess it doesn't have to be perfect because he doesn't look like the guy. So that's he all he drew himself. Yeah. So he went to a tattoo place. He gets like the henna tattoo stuff. Couldn't have because we know that Arthur has so much money. Like when he has the private pilot later that they kind of have a conversation like they know each other later in the movie. But then he disappears. We don't see him again. So maybe he was a cue that was edited out of the movie. He does it in the mirror. And the fact that when he, I do love his voice that he does. It kind of reminds me of like, uh, not Brad. Is it Brad Pitt in the movie that he has a really weird Snatch. voice? Snatch. Yeah, he did like that when he was bumping into people and to the cops. Well, he he he's he was in Snatch. Jason Tatum. It's, he it's, was. Yeah. Yeah. He. Has, it's. I think it was that the Cockney English accent. So that's yeah where he started. Yeah. So yeah. So no. It's that's well. That's part of what makes him so cool. I mean, because he has that accent. And he is, he is a badass, you know, like, you know, like, you know, it it definitely fits him, but you know, not speaking Spanish. It doesn't go. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like a, it's like someone with like a deep Spanish accent speaking with a Cockney English accent. (laughs) I don't, I don't see that happening. (laughs) Yeah. No. So before he goes in, his supplies are shark repellent and then the fake tattoo ink. But the fact that the funniest part is when he bumps into the guy and he gets, put into prison within seconds. And the fact that they don't even check it by like their face, there is a friggin' thing next to it. Tattoo. The tattoo they had on his face. That's how they did it. They were like, snake tattoo, check. That's all they did to get these people admitted into prison. Wait, hold on, hold on. Did you did you I looked at, at a few I, I Oh you did good. I, I didn't pause it. Oh so you know some of this like Identifying information is like scar over cheek. <laughs> blah, blah. The guy directly above him said drunken driving. I that was like, like what the fuck? Like if you're gonna look at the guy, like oh he looks like he's a fucking drunkard. Like, well, are, are, are these? It, was this like an FBI list or just a regular list of people in prison? This was a Malaysian police oh. prison list for so. Remarks. So you're telling me that. The police officers memorized everybody's face because all he did was bump into them and they arrested him. 
Yeah, it, right. it said dice. No, no, no but, dice but when they arrested him, the like, oh, he had an ID. He, remember, he made a passport. He used one of his fake passports. And they looked at it and they arrested him right away, but they memorized that this guy is wanted. Like, there's so oh, many people on that list. Yeah. They're, they're not going no, there's not many criminals in Malaysia <laughs> or Thailand or wherever the hell he was. No, there's not. I mean, there's very, very Do you have sources that, that uh, confirm so this? They... <laughs> Would that have been a great naked gun joke? Like with the drunk driver thing, they show like the face tattoo, teardrop, and then it's a drunk driver and it's a guy in a car in the line. <laughs> well, you, you ever see um, wrongfully accused? Oh yeah. So, okay, so when he does like a sketch of like they're looking for this guy and they have this, so he's like they're looking for him. So he sees a picture of himself on the wall. He draws circles around the eyes with a crazy mustache, and then they got the cops go after him. But the, out of the bathroom comes a guy with his glasses and the yeah. mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've shown my kids that scene so many times. It's it's so over the top. I laugh every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah so his tattoo wasn't a snake it was a uh, dice dice it was a tattoo of dice so that's what, dice. that's what was able to get him in so then he sneaks everything in because he was able to get like whatever he bought from the guy in the bar i think this is what he bought from the bar because it was like a filament i guess he snuck in the cigarette pack which they let you have your cigarettes and your lighter I, I, and I everything was... in order to get in Malaysian jail. Come on. I mean, this is the place to go. The guy looked at the lighter and took it. Thank right. You. So, I, you know, I was asking the same question. I mean, I've never been to prison, but I don't know if you're allowed to bring in, you know, possessions. I would think that you have to kind of earn it. Wow. Boarding in a bed in the rat fights Malaysia. that we see as soon as he walks in. There's rat fights going on you an, in a circle. <laughs> no, it wasn't a, was fight. It a fight. It was just who's was in a, just looking- which circle the rat gets, goes out of. There was, no, <laughs> there was only one rat. Yeah, I didn't see no, a there was only one rat, rat in there. Right? Wait, yeah. so they were playing Coochie Coo with the rat? Come here, rat. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. I mean, I don't know if they call it. I, I think Coochie Coo is another game they played. <laughs> they're like all tough. That'd be, they're all tough. They're like, yeah, I'm a murderer. Yeah, I'm a rat. And it's like, okay, who can convince the rat to come to him and give him a kiss? <laughs> who can do nose to nose with a rat? <laughs> there was only one rat. One rat. Because there was a multiple holes by each guy that was betting on it. <laughs> That's the thing. And the winner That's gets the rat. a real thing. That has to be a right. As soon as we're done, I'm Googling that and YouTubing. There has to be. What's that called? Next Saturday night. Are you, gonna so you're going gonna to Google rat game we're gonna in, in prison? We're going to play. Rat yeah. hole. Be, be careful what comes up. All right, now we just lost all the prisoners. So, okay. (laughs) Tuesdays, this fall on Game Show Network, Rat Hole. (laughs) Hosted by Chuck Woolery. (laughs) No, so then they have that. And then, so I wrote this down because this happens in a lot of movies that we cover. There's a lot of people that speak English in this prison. (laughs) Because he goes up to a guy. That looks like he's from Malaysia. His teeth are so crooked. And he goes, what are, what's the deal with that guy over there? Wait, and the guy starts talking. What does his teeth have to do with anything? He looked like he was from there. He didn't look like he had good teeth. So you're saying teeth. all Malaysians have crooked teeth? They don't have great health care. Oh, dude, they have good <laughs> dental care. That's like British people. British people oh, don't have the man, best teeth. We're going to end up with like five people listening to our podcast. Oh, my goodness. Malaysians and crooked teeth. I never, I never knew that was something. <laughs> but did you expect him to be like, "Oh yeah, here's the lowdown on him"? No, I didn't expect that. 
No, I didn't expect that. And, and why was he hanging out with him? Like, you would think, like, you got this American that comes in and he makes friends that easy? Like, he's playing, he's play, isn't he playing chess with him? It's, wasn't he doing, like, playing a game with him at some point? When the, the before the other guy got, was about to get shanked? I think it's later. It seemed like a deleted no, scene from No, like he was playing later, but he was. Oh, he later he was. Edition, At like, this point, yeah. he's just eyeing up everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Well, later, like, what, five hours from now? Because we don't know how long he was in that prison for. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> no, it seemed like minutes later. Was it after they ate? Because he saw the guy get the knife from another yep. guy and put it into his jacket. How badass was that? The way he saved Krill. Wait, it was in his jacket. I thought it was. I thought he had a fake hand. Didn't he have a fake arm? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he so he, he had a yeah. fake arm. He took his arm off. He took off the ha- yeah. Which which begs the question: Where do you get well, a fake hand? Well, that looked like honestly, his hand looked like those those Hulk gloves. It looked yeah. like it looked like a human oh, Hulk glove. Oh yeah. <laughs> it probably was no, the healthcare probably isn't good in Malaysia, so they probably just used a Hulk hand that they found. On sale and painted it. Yeah. Prosthetics. They just give you a whole can. That's that's actually you know but what Statham had it in his in his shirt because the way he opened his shirt and then he did like the dude when he caught that guy right in the freaking chest. Oh well, he God. stole it from the other guy though. The other and guy. He saw, was like, yeah, Don't. he bumped into him in the yeah. line uh, uh, when they were getting food. Yeah. Well, I think it would have been funny if that guy went to grab it because he was supposed to kill some, you know, kill the guy. And then he reached back and there was nothing there because he didn't realize it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> but they never showed him again. Or or if he pulled it out to cut his sandwich <laughs> and he's like, fuck. <laughs> you guys know I hate crust. That would have been. <laughs> no, but the way he sh- I love the way he threw the knife. And then within seconds, Krill. Th- this is what we'll talk about Krill in like two seconds. But w- the fact that within seconds, he trusts this guy enough. To say, you're going to have dinner with me tonight. And he goes, I don't know, with all your guys around, he's like, just us. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So this Krill guy, when he starts, when he has his cell, which seems like it's probably bigger than anybody else's cell, and he talks about how great he has it in there. I'm like, why is he in there? Really? He seems like he runs the prison. He does. <laughs> he does. No, but... But but even before that, so he's the number one guy in that prison. He runs the prison. They yeah. Everybody's trying to kill him. It seemed very easy to get to him because if Statham wasn't there, Krill was dead. That guy with the with the Hulk hands would have killed him. So where was his protection? Like I mean, it looked like it was. It's very easy to, to go right up to him, and obviously it's very easy to kill him because why would he even trust Statham to be alone with him? You know at. I just yeah, I, that, that didn't it, make sense. And it has to be look like an accident. So he notices the guy is doing cocaine. So he he basically he chokes the guy out. He comes behind him, chokes him out, and then he puts looks, the looks like an accident. Yep. Isn't it just he mixes the coke with something and like feeds it right down his throat or whatever? So wouldn't that not count? Puts it in a oh yeah, it's like some right? food. Yeah, well, but wouldn't he have ch- yeah. a choking marks on his on his neck also? Exactly. So would this count as a? He tied him up where <laughs> like he's fucking praying. Like that's a fucking dead giveaway that his hands are fucking tied. But he al- he also seemed like he was moving when he was shoving the cocaine down his throat. Like yes. he's he he did some like movement. Like the guy was like jerking around when he was. So like, well, was he dead from the choke? That's what, what you usually do, right? I mean, when I do coke, do that? when you get cocaine, 
when you get cocaine. Um, I'm, on your I, I don't know. I've never seen maybe, anyone get maybe. I've never maybe seen anyone get out, blood. and then the little bit of coke gave him a little jolt. But dude, wouldn't that constitute like what, Crane wants these people dead to make it look anonymous? Wouldn't it be like in the news? A, a krill, a massive, uh, a killer from Africa. He died in the prison today, and one guy escaped by jumping through a wall. Well, uh, Malaysia doesn't have good dentistry, dentistry, so they don't have news either. They can't afford uh. the news. They can't afford, you know, so, I mean, you know, I don't think they have newspapers over there. <laughs> <laughs> they can't write. <laughs> so, oh, the people in the prison, I mean, the prisoners, they're not going to report it. Would they want that to get out? Sorry, Malaysian No, no, you're right. Prisoners. So the only only Malaysian prisoners have bad teeth. Anyone else, they're fine. Everybody's fine. Perfect. Okay. Pearly whites. No, right. but I guess I guess the motivation for the prison to not let the story get out that Statham was able to, you know, put a little put a cigarette in a crack, light it, and then he will blow a hole. <sighs> That that putty that he put on there was huge. Wasn't it gum? He was. It was gum. Yeah. The, the size of that mound of putty that he put there was ridiculous. That it was, was like not, Ace Ventura. It was like an yeah, Ace Ventura. It was. It was big league chew. Big league chew. Definitely big league. <laughs> See, that would have been more believable. No, he had he had what wintergreens? What what is that? The bubble? Yeah, uh, it was like the regular. Wrigley, it was the Wrigley. regular silver. Yeah, the yeah. little like server uh, aluminum wrapper. But the fact that he's able to blow that hole. Jump out, and then I don't know. Did he put the shark repellent on before he jumped? Did we see him lather himself up real quick? The, does that work? The I, shark? I mean, because I know, I know. Well, first of all, hold on. We should really talk about the anti-shark sentiment in this movie <laughs> because just jumping into the fucking water with sharks. Uh, and wait, wait a second. He doesn't alive. jump in the water. He does a swan dive. He uh, does. He does an Olympic swan oh, dive. From the, that literally, like his arms are out, and like it was a perfect ten dive into that water. Like, wait, were you about to? Were you about to give us a behind the scenes from your friends in Hollywood? I. He <laughs> <laughs> no, was a ten. No, Statham. Yeah, he was a member of the British National Diving Squad for twelve years, and even competed in the nineteen ninety Commonwealth Games. Then, if he did his own stunts, that oh. was an Olympic. Do- I mean, it I don't was think, like I don't think insurance would allow him to jump that. I don't know. I mean, listen, he might have done it, but you know what? You're escaping from a prison. Wouldn't you just run and jump? Like you're gonna trust? Like you don't know how shallow the water is. You don't know if there's exactly. rocks down there. No, let's do a swan dive. I'm sure he tested it out. I'm sure they can't show all those scenes, but that probably it would have added another week if he took a boat there, prodded the water. Okay, so back, when he was going to jump. Back to the shark repellent. So I know a certain lawn care company that would sell flea and tick control that I know doesn't really work, that, you know, ticks still get through. So, and we're talking about little insects. You're going to tell me you're going to lather yourself with shark and repellent. That the sharks gonna smell it, and then they're like, "Nope," you know, and they're gonna turn around. But Andrew's gonna say it best. That's what he was talking about before. Sharks okay, rarely eat people. Yeah, that that was the weird thing. Like the sharks weren't gonna attack him in the first place. I mean, he he might have sprayed on some of this L'Oreal shark repellent. I don't know what that. It was a perfectly, you know, uh, tube of of whatever the fuck he bought. Maybe it was an excuse to show his man boobs. You know what? You know, yeah, because that, that would have been number three. I want to say of his <laughs> and 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 they're all quick scenes. Yeah. 
of him showing him. But yeah. because if he didn't ha- buy the shark repellent, I don't think anyone would have thought twice about sharks. That is like, all right, he's escaping from this prison, and he's. That might have been a shark repellent promo. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about okay. it, that might have been a. a but is that a real thing though? Like, did he really sell shark repellent? Oh yeah, it just sounds ridiculous. They do. Immolation. Yeah. I don't know. So, would you feel comfortable putting shark repellent and 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 then swimming in the ocean? Like, feel no, like, all right, you know, I feel comfortable. Right. No. So then, why would they sell it? I don't think anyone. Because there's some people that are like, you know what? I'm gonna go down there anyway. Let me just have a little added protection. Just in case you're breaking into prison in Malaysia. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe well. Malaysian sharks aren't as smart as other sharks. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Now, you know what? Now all of our fucking viewers are gone. Malaysian sharks are the, were the last five fucking things. <laughs> so then he gets Malaysia. picked up. He, he gets picked up by the boat. He gets onto it, and I love his one-liner. He has only a couple in this movie, but I love this one. And they say, "Good job on krill," and he goes, "Prison food will kill you." How long was that fisherman waiting out for that? Well, he's only there for a day. He wasn't. There was no nightfall. Staring at at his tablet, it wasn't even a day. I I think it was a couple hours. Yeah. (laughs) And then Gina, so this was the part that we, so we have Crane talking about to Gina, and then this is where you guys mentioned before that now Crane's like, oh, he gave you his dad's watch. That's his, you know, now I know he can do anything. So then the next target, we have the sex trafficker, the rich guy who lives in a high-rise apartment in a wild and then this is in Australia, so I think this one's in like Sydney, Australia. And so again, he has to camp out here which is like what a twenty-four hour flight to get there? So it's a just just to get there. Well, is from Malaysia, day. not that far. Oh, from Malaysia. Wi-Fi. No, no, but Wi-Fi. he's not in Malaysia anymore because he goes back to. It, doesn't he go he back? He doesn't to go the, back yet. No, he doesn't go back yet. I thought he went on the boat. He snuck on the boat, right? No, that's after this one. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Those fishing boats are fast. <laughs> so he's there pretty close. So then. So then his thing is to get into the apartment. And I thought this was pretty cool. So he pretends he's in the building. He wants to check out one of the apartments. And he, I'm sure he picked like the right one. He calls the friggin' lady, the realtor, and gets her to pick up a dummy call. And then he takes the pictures of the keys and is able to freaking make a dude. He has, where does he buy that? I said that. Where does he get all this I equipment? Know. It's, it's ridiculous. Like they really like to me like that. I mean, I, listen, the whole movie's far fetched, but like, like they should have had a cue that like shows like, all right, I'm going to need this, 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 and this for the next job. And then I think it would have made it a little more believable. You guys have n- clearly never clicked on the help button on MS, <laughs> MS paint. It is. So you're saying MS Paint can can copy keys exactly where you can use it to enter any house? Exactly. And it locates the nearest locksmith. Wow, okay. Is that like Clippy? Is that like a a version of Clippy in MS Paint? (laughs) Yeah. Are you trying to blow up the uh, nearest uh, douchebag upstairs? Yes, we can. Here's how you do it. And he even has drawings in this one. So I almost feel like he's there longer because he has the plans for this building. But he also has like drawings. Like hand drawings that probably took him hours in his little like recon place that he's staying at. <laughs> he has the blueprint of a prison. Like he he has the blueprints and whatever. Like he has access to anything he wants, anything. Yeah. So, so we we, we see him 
test out the product that he has that can like really he can drill a hole then put put it in and it cracks the glass didn't this guy where's his name i thought he had a pretty cool bad guy name at was it now was he adrian cook yeah adrian cook so he was that's a cool bad guy name no i thought it was cooler no not cool (laughs) (laughs) no what i was gonna say is didn't he remind you of terry silver with a line that he had he no. had a line. He goes, he's on the phone. We, he, so we don't even know he's talking to. He yeah, goes, okay. But we're not dumping on the roof. Neither is not on. And if the tree huggers do kick up, well, then. Yeah, that's right. So that's the one. That's like the last line that he says. Because all he does is later, he shoes off his. He doesn't like people watching him swim. Kind of weird. Not. He doesn't like watching. Pe- he doesn't want people. Yeah, to he doesn't. Want, he doesn't want anyone seeing his body. See- yeah, which they make him. Turn. By the way, he makes him turn. He makes him turn, but he's got a full glass pool, but everybody can see his body. Yeah, <laughs> so that makes no sense. Like you know, <laughs> dude, you and wouldn't the- catch me dead swimming in that. Oh, I, I would never do that. I, I've seen like the these like videos oh. of these hotels in like other countries where they the, 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 like the pool goes over the ledge. No way. No way. Yeah. So so Bishop at this point he dresses like a maintenance man. They easily let him into the building because why wouldn't they check? Why, it seems why, like they have some like like it's easy, just walk right in. But he's able to get into the apartment that he looked at with the key that he made, and he's able to sneak out of that window. And dude, this scene, I really enjoyed this scene. Great sound effects. It is it now is this great. This whole scene, because when he shows up, like like we just talked about, he makes the guy's turn. (laughs) (laughs) When he's getting ready to jump in the pool. But, dude, talk about a way to go, right? Like, you see a guy through your, like, infinity pool, I guess you can call it, and you see this guy looking up at you. All right. I I got a lot to say about this, so hold on. Just a weird, just, just all the intricate. So he drills this hole and then he enters, he uses syringe for something else. But just this look when he makes eye contact with him. God damn. And then the way he goes down the building so fast. And the guy gets sucked out of there. Uh, like uh, you just see him like go down a huge though, drain. Though, right? Yeah. Okay. First of all, it, it's a full glass pool well you know my parents have a pool and i could see bugs that are like in the bottom of the pool like from from the steps on on the one end you're gonna tell me in this glass pool the guy's walking into the pool you don't see a guy hanging on the bottom you don't see anything it's a glass it's like all glass how does he not see him i mean he's very white who he's who the the guy swimming very no, Jerry. Uh, he's wearing uh, a black uh, outfit. He, he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean that that I mean that's even worse. So it's a glass, it's a glass pool, and and there's a a guy wearing a black outfit on the bottom of it. You're not gonna see that yeah. at all. Well, he, no, he saw him after he, he drove. Like, after he he swam right? to the to the end. Like yeah. like no, he's swimming, doesn't notice anything until he gets like right over him. Really. And the hole was kind of small when it was leaking. You're going to tell me he couldn't quickly swim back? Yeah. And you know what's crazy? How I don't know how far up his floor was. He was on the 55th floor, like that pool. 
And I don't know how far Statham was, probably like the 40th, maybe. I don't think he climbed up that far. And that he was able to get out, close the window back up, change, and then he's able to get to the street while the water's still like pouring out. Like, dude, <laughs> insane. The fear of that I would have. Obviously, I think he could have got out of the pool, real life situation. But, dude, when you see the thing, when he's screaming for his guards and he's like going around, like the drain's going. Didn't oh, that happen man. in like Final Destination or something like, or one of those movies where someone got caught in a drain in a pool? Um, I thought, yeah, one of those movies in some horror stupid. movie I remember seeing. Yeah, yeah. but it, again, the the hole was pretty small when he started panicking. Like he had yeah. time; it wasn't that long of a pool, you know. Like he easily could have gone out. And where was his bodyguards? Like, all, they only turned around. They can't watch him. They weren't watching him swim at all. Like, yeah, that's what it was. Maybe the one guy was like, "Hey, I think he's yelling." He's like, "Don't look." He doesn't like it. <laughs> his butterfly stroke is very personal. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that the Australian uh, guy he hires sex trafficker, he hires guys from Brooklyn. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, you now, Andrew, would you swim in a pool like that? Oh, a hundred, a oh. hundred times. I would swim in it if there was a crack in it. No problem. No, no so, do you ever see those? No questions. If if Jason Stratham was was looking at me. I would be doing I can see you like mooning. Like if he was like that close, you'd like moon him. Like because he's underneath you. I, I would. <laughs> did, did you ever see those um you ever see you ever see those bridges that I think somewhere in like Asia, there's like a bridge that's a glass bridge that you walk across, but it's like you could like it's over like the mountains. But at oh, really? at certain points there's like fake cracking on the bridge. I saw a video oh, of this. Oh, I've and the seen woman that. was yeah, like yeah, freaking yeah. out. You know, it's not really cracking, it's just like a video of it, Crazy. but it looks real. Holy cow. Like no way. No way. Oh wow. Jesus. So Andrew Christ. said he would swim in a pool like that. Even if it, even if there was a crack in it. No. Yeah. Well, Andrew's a diver, but why would you want to di- why would you dive up there? That'd be scary. I mean, would you be afraid to do like a cannonball in there? Like, do you think you could, it can like do a cannibal? I mean, I would probably aim for someone, <laughs> like as I was falling, <laughs> because he clearly did. Wait, you're talking about if when you're falling, it, you're aiming like, for someone? Yeah, I think I would probably survive if I hit. You know, a really big person. I think I would probably. <laughs> well, you, you want to hear a crazy story? I went, uh, so I went to. Uh, Jerry Spring, uh, not Jerry Springer, um, Maury, po- Maury Povich, yeah. I was, you know, in, in the audience. And he had uh. people that survived crazy, like, things. And he had someone that jumped out of a plane, like, a thousand times. And one time his chute didn't open, his second chute didn't open, and now he's aiming for some kind of body of water. He landed, hit the water. I, I, he said it wasn't that deep. I mean, I don't remember how deep it was. And all he did was break a few ribs and had, like, a bruise from his chest down to his leg that gave off heat three weeks later like it still gave off heat and that's it because it was like crazy stories that survived so can you Jesus imagine like Christ. so like imagine falling out of a building like this guy like what goes to your mind and i know the the, the joke what, what's the last thing that goes to like a fly's a fly's mind before it hits a windshield and it, it's his ass or something like that it's a, or it goes through his head or something like that so yeah <laughs> that's a bad joke oh. <laughs> We'll leave it in. So then the next, so from doing this, he gets like a, a, a satellite phone call with Gina, which these guys are so dumb. They set her up in that room 
And obviously she moved the camera in order to reveal like the, the yacht next to them, the yacht number. But why would it even be that close? Why wouldn't he even, like have her face a different way? Cause she's able to say, look at your, look at the watch. And he's like, I don't get it. She's like, look at the watch. <laughs> And then that's when he notices the thing, and the guy backhands her within seconds. Well, the the guy does not look like the the brightest guy. I mean, he just looks like the muscle, no. you know. So yeah, so but he does whale her. I mean, he hits her hard. Oh shit! Yeah, no, he hits her hard. But then within seconds, he's able to go. You know who I'll call? Boop, 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 boop. The harbor master, or whatever. He's like, yeah, some guy hit my boat. I gotta call. We gotta we gotta do insurance. Uh, where's the boat? Oh sure. What what are the odds of that person speak English? <laughs> We're, we're, well, they're calling Australia. Where is the? No, he, that's not where they're located. They were in Sydney, yeah. They were. Okay, yeah, they happen to be in Sydney. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, oh, never mind. Well, how did he know where to call? I go. Well, maybe, I'm sure there was some code. Maybe within the numbers, he probably knows boats. Okay, but he seems like a guy. What are the odds boats. of someone picking up the phone and not going to an automated service? You call any? <laughs> you call any of these numbers? There's no way someone just waiting for someone to call. You know, like, you know, it's going through, you know, or it's the new guy that doesn't know how to access the system, sir. I'm so sorry. Guys got to put you on a brief hold, <laughs> but no, within seconds this is where he gets his helicopter pilot that he seems to have a rapport with because he's able to tell her, could you imagine me an helicopter pilot and a guy hires you that you don't know? And he's like, okay, can you uh, just go about 50 yards from the boat? I'm going to, I'm going to jump out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you knew that they knew each other. But dude, he kicks so much ass and the silencers. And I love that he hides only like two of the bodies, but the one guy he shoots, he covers him like a tarp that was like covering like a little boat. Another guy he shoots, throws into like a little door, little opening, closes the door. Like I love how intricate the kills are. Like you said, he's so Quiet, quiet, stealthy, quiet. stealthy stasis, and no one, stealthy no one sees him. him. And you would think, like a guy like this, would have cameras everywhere. Exactly, nothing. Like it, so, it's that easy to get on because it really didn't look like he was struggling to get on the boat. Or you, you're going to tell me there's not one person looking out, seeing a boat come or a helicopter fly by near, or a, a a boat come by. Like you don't think they have out like lookouts everywhere? Like around? I would think they have radar. Every, there has to be radar some kind of or radar just lookout. That, they have a guy in, the, in one of those. What are they? The towers? The bird? The bird's nest or whatever? What are they called? Yeah, eagle's nest. nest. Is it eagle's nest or bird's nest? I think eagle's nest. Be, that makes more sense, right? Well, an eagle is a bird. Well, could it be any bird then? I think it's eagle's nest is the term. But okay. I don't know why eagles. Yeah, eagle eye. I guess the hawk nest. Eagle eye. I don't think hawk nest. <laughs> What's the difference? Hawks have better vision. Eyes like a hawk. Okay. Eagle eye. Heart. Heart like he eagle. has an eagle eye. Why do you keep saying eagle eye? What is eagle eye? You never heard of eagle eye? <laughs> I remember the movie with Shia LaBeouf. No, but... no but you never heard of e- Andrew. You ever hear of eagle eye? Like someone has an eagle, like something like that. Like, cause me, cause an eagle could spot a rodent yeah. from all the way up in the, up in the sky, all the way down on the ground. They have an eagle eye. Oh, where I grew right. up, it was right. uh, eyes yeah. like a hawk. But... Okay. <laughs> That's South I'll just tell you right, right now, I think an eagle would rip place. apart a hawk in two seconds. Ooh. Eagles are huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, we just lost yeah. every hawk listening that we, and the eagles. <laughs> oh, no, we, no, we, and... we gained the eagles. <laughs> we gained the, 
Do we still have the Malaysian prisoner? I think they're back. I think they're back. I, I think they're back with us. But on this boat, when he, so he fires so many bullets. Like I'm thinking that in my head, I'm like, he's firing a lot. And then he finally runs out. So when he's out of bullets and he's parkour, when they know something's up on the boat, which this boat has a lot of henchmen, he's parkour, like his stunt work, him going from like the first deck, kicking off the rail, going to the second deck. Dude, it's phenomenal. No, it's awesome. No, it's but I'm I I, I don't know guns that well. How many bullets are in a, like a cartridge? One hundred forty. Okay. Because he he like it's like he uses ten on each person. Like he doesn't shoot him once. Like first of all, why is he shooting so many times? If he's that good, <laughs> like I mean, there there are like some action movies where these guys just shoot one sh- one shot in the head at every person. No, he's shooting every guy like five times. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I thought that. I'm like, even a gun like that. Maybe like twenty bullets. Yeah, you would think. Maybe but now he had unlimited. He he beat the he put yeah. the cheat code in. He put the cheat code in. <laughs> At, how many kill, how many people does he kill through this whole entire movie? Ooh, it's got to be upwards of a hundred, right? Like it, it seems like like it's an excessive number of. Employees of drug of of uh, arms dealers. Well, why would he feel then? Why would he feel remorse for killing that one guy in the boat? But he's killed you know fifty other people the rest of the movie. Correct. Like he just yeah. No, I know. No, he makes the the time the times in this movie that he really kills a bunch of people are during the the I guess not even during the first one. He kills the guy with the knife. He kills and then his targets. But and then Max's guys, the third kill, he kills a lot. And then on this boat scene, I guess that opening sequence, do any of those guys really die? I'm sure they just had to go to the hospital. I don't think any of those. Yeah, but guys they're maimed for life, you know, scarred for life. I mean, yeah. But you have to look in the mirror, remember that day. Why would you want to work for any of these bad guys, for Tommy Lee or even this guy? Because like you're just a number. Like he, he doesn't show any remorse. He know he knew Jason Statham was coming. He knew he said that, right? He said, I knew you were coming. And all these guys are yeah. like, you know, like expendable. And like you know, why would you want to work for these guys? Great health benefits. <laughs> well, they're not Malaysian. Match. They're not Malaysian. A lot of people, right? Like, <laughs> you know, he, they have more employees than Walmart has at their <laughs> checkout. I, gar- I guarantee it. Guaranteed. If if these if these arms dealers were running a Walmart, they would have multiple lanes. <laughs> Well, you know what? I, I, I bet you also would swear. be cleaner because you see how clean that boat was. That's a nice boat. Like so, if they ran the Walmart, it, it would it would be uh, much cleaner. <laughs> and then he finally gets caught, and this is the part that I love because he's caught. And then what Crane says before he he's tied up in a chair. He's tied in a chair, and Crane goes, "Do the kill, or I kill her." And then you're thinking, "Okay, they'll let him out because he has to go do the kill, right?" No, he doesn't even allow that to happen. He swings the chair, breaks, it like knocks two guys out, and then he jumps off the, through the window. Okay, so at this point, if you're the bad guy, you have to say, all right, he's already snuck on the boat. He's already like he really mowed down everybody from the beginning of the movie to now. Let's just, you know what? He got rid of two of the guys. Let's just like call it a day. Like, you know what, we, you know what, he got rid of two people. There's only one left. You know, we're still in charge. You know, like he's going to come back for us. Like, let's just give him this girlfriend and let him walk away. No, 
Exactly. Yeah. The market share went up already. If there was 25%, if you thought that killing the other three would give him everything, now he's going to split everything with Max. Whatever. He went up 25%. And he doesn't think That's he's going to be pissed. Like, he's still, even if he does the last job, he's still going to come back and kill you. Like, you, you know exactly. he's going to do that. So, yeah. But you, you beat the shit of, or, or killed most of your guys on the boat, and you still give him another opportunity. Like, yeah. What? Well, there's a lot of trust in this movie. There, there yeah. is. There is. There. And then the fact that he was smart enough that when he got dropped off by the helicopter to put an oxygen tank under the boat and his little, like, dude, whatever that thing is, is the coolest thing in the world. Oh, the, the, the little, the, like. Yeah, yeah. They Whatever, the underwater thing. They've used that. It's funny. They actually, like, I watched the challenge, uh, you know, on MTV, and they actually, one of the challenges was using that to go underwater to, like, do a lot, like, uh, untie a rope. And they use that thing. Oh my God. Yeah, that thing is very cool. That did look cool. So then the last target is Max Adams, an American arms dealer played by Tommy Lee Jones. Dude, his outfits in this movie and his soul patch. Wait, his, his outfits? He's wearing silk pajamas. <laughs> oh, no. He's wearing silk striped pajamas. And then the next time he's changed, he's wearing like a leather jacket. He's actually wearing so krill. Which I don't think they thought about this when they wrote the movie and cast him. Krill was the name of, I think it was Busey's name in Under, Under Siege? Siege. Really? Or it was the na- it was somebody in Under Siege's name. It was either like the commander of the ship. Really? So, somebody was Krill, and I thought that was a funny connection that I saw on IMDb. But the the fact that what he's wearing later in the movie when he's wearing that leather jacket. It, you know what? I haven't seen Under Siege in a long time, but I know he played kind of like an over-the-top bad guy. Didn't he have like kind of long yeah. hair, like a like a rock? He was part of the band, right, or something like that. Or he, yeah, he was, yeah, he okay. was in the band. So that, yeah, I could almost see them like as the same character. Maybe this was like a prequel to Under Siege. Will this be after a sequel to it? No, no, but I mean, but it might have been a prequel to the movie Under Siege. Oh, oh, we, Under Siege came out after this. You mean you're saying no? I'm saying no. so. Under Siege came out more before, so that's a prequel. No, but I'm saying that they may think what you you can't make a prequel after a movie comes out. Star Wars did it for three movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. What What are you not getting? You're saying wait. I don't know what you're talking about. You're saying this movie's a prequel to, to Under, Under Siege. Siege. Correct. Tommy Lee Jones's character showing you, and then the, and Under Siege, he goes from this character to Under Siege. No, they didn't have Blackberries in freaking 1991. I'm just, you know, and the technology. I'm just saying that, that his character, I could see it being like a prequel. <laughs> Why are you getting so angry? Because <laughs> we're a sequel podcast. Okay, listen, Andrew said, was, this okay, was and, I can see it in Andrew's face. He was on board. Andrew was on board. I was. See? I, I was. Uh, see? Uh, <laughs> Andrew, are you shrinking over there? What's going on? so then he has 24 hours again all the other ones seem like it took for weeks so he has 25 24 hours to be able to do this so this is when bishop finally puts it together (laughs) andrew broke another uh glass or plate i didn't see it but no he so he finally figures it out he's getting rid of all the competition so he's trying to like outsmart them but how the how about his idea because it's so hard to get to this bunker he shoots. How close is the hospital? He's able to snipe the guy 
And then he's able to sneak onto the medical helicopter that gets called in seconds and flies out there. Well, wasn't it behind the mountain, the, the, the place? It was, but it must have been right near the hospital because he sniped yeah. from the top so, of the hospital. That's what I'm saying. So I think it was. I think that hospital is like right below the mountain where the yeah. Well, and he climbed in the back. Is there a back? Is there a back like a trunk to a helicopter that he was able to open it, roll in, and nobody notices? What if you like? What you would feel someone else in there? I, right? I, I would cramped. think you would feel someone. Plus, there's only a certain amount of weight you could carry, you know, on a helicopter. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, yeah, and I don't think there's a lot of like. There isn't a undercarry carriage area for a helicopter, right? There can't be. There's, I mean, a helicopter is kind of small. So yeah. yeah. And how did he get on top of the like the roof of a of a hospital without anybody? With no one. Cameras. No one. Maybe, nobody believes in cameras in any Anywhere. of these movies. I wouldn't even know Jeez. the first place to look for the for the to get on the roof of a heli- of a hospital. And he's just <laughs> he's camping out up there with a with <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> he got, with a sniper gun. How did he get it up there? <laughs> How do you get it through customs or on the airport? Like this is in Germany. This is Munich. So maybe he has a, a shipping container there. Too. See, I'm thinking, you know, he's a he's obviously a killer that's traveled the world, and he probably has all these like little. It's not really a safe house, but he has all these places that he just stores his stuff for all his uh, assignments. His apartments everywhere. He does. No, I wrote down all of Max Adams' outfit. He he's wearing. I wrote Beetlejuice pajamas. <laughs> He has highlights. He has highlights <laughs> in his hair. He's probably seventy at this point. Earrings, soul patch. He's wearing slippers and rose fluffy, like fluffy red slippers. Like they were like big, yes. like big slippers. <laughs> I thought he was Chef Goldblum when I first saw him. You know he what? Been good. He would have been great for this role. Shit. Yeah, that's I, yeah. But you know what though? I, I think Tommy Lee looked like he had fun with the role. Like he lo- like he did the role great, and I, he just looked like he had fun with the role. But I, he only, had, he only had to act for probably two days. Two days. But I expected him to to be the be- like to me. He would have made the, the bad guy really good. Like he would have been the good bad guy. You know, he was like a laid back for being like this big time oh. like arms dealer. He was so chill, so laid back. I love when he's like, "Hey guys, he's fucking here. <laughs> he's, he's in the safe." Because Sandham only takes out a few of his guys, yeah. and then he just is able to get into that safe room. But he's like, "I just want to talk," and he's like. Wait, you never heard of a phone or something like that? Did he say something? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I need to talk. Lose your cell phone? I should have hired those guys in Houston. All right. What is it you want to talk about? I want to help you avoid an exit. <laughs> but he was very calm when he said it. And he's like making a drink. Like, no, he's he's definitely like a very laid back, chill guy. He's just, you know, listen, and, and he, when you're wearing silk the, pajamas all day long, you're going to be chill. Twist, though. Yeah, you have to be chill. If if, he, if they, that was the bit of, that would have been a perfect twist, if he was the ultimate big baddie instead of Crane, and he orchestrated oh. the whole thing, it would have been that would have been Death Wish four esque. You're right. You think he's this really chill guy, but no, the fact that again he probably knows. Do you think he knows who Arthur Bishop is? I guess he's probably he's got to be like a ghost, right? That nobody really knows who he is because why would he go along with the story? Hey, you're going to fake your own death. Wouldn't that be what somebody who wants to kill you says? This bomb's going to go off, which goes off very close to him. When he's on that oh. bridge and it blows off, yeah. I'm thinking like, dude, he's dead. And he's not a professional. And he he, he kind of gets tossed in the water. So like, he does. Yeah, so like, and, and you're going to trust that. Listen, I, I, I feel heat standing next to a fire pit. 
You know, like I'm going to trust that a bomb going, he's going to tell me a bomb's going to go off. You're going to be like right next to it. No way. <laughs> exactly. And then he tells Crane that Adams is, you know, uh, dead in the sub with his prized possessions. And then Crane's going to send his guys to confirm it. And dude, well, did they confirm all the other kills? Oh no, because they because on the news they said they couldn't find the body. Okay, so that wasn't like confirmation. I guess because the news couldn't he have paid somebody to, yeah. or put out like a fake broadcast. But no, the fact that he pulls a uh, shoot him up, setting up the guns. Yep, dude, I love. I, I, home alone. Yes! That's, I, that's what I wrote down. It's a home. This whole excellent. scene is home alone by far. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think honestly, I don't think any of those things would have worked. Like in, in real life, if you set up a gun, machine gun like that, I don't think that's working like that. Yeah, probably it would like it would have to be pretty stabilized, like secured, not to move, and aiming exactly where it needs to be, where it kills everybody that it, where the gun is. Like, like he knew exactly where they're going to stand for that gun to go off. No. So again, Crane doesn't have freaking cameras on his boat, but he has a FaceTime that he's able to watch this entire. There's the the signal so good that he's able to watch from his like main like henchman guy this whole time. I loved his death because that guy really obviously all he really did was slap Gina. So there wasn't like so much like it's not like him and Arthur had like some kind right. of like. Ke- like back and forth that were like, I'll get you later. But when he thinks he can hide in the sub and he tosses the grenade in there, like just, that was- and, and that, if you're, if you're, what's his name? Crane, <laughs> you're going to run out of, uh, you know, s- s- like <laughs> plates and glasses for your next dinner party. Dude, your mom's Elvis plates. <laughs> she loves those. Um, I'm, I'm like thinking like, all right, if I'm crane and now I'm seeing safe and take out more of my guys, you, at what point do you say, you know what? Screw it. I got to get out of here now. Like, why are you waiting for him to come to you? Like, you know, he's going to get you. He's going to get to you. Like, leave. Like, like you. I'm sure you have enough money that you could hide. You have a hideaway somewhere. He still, like, lingers around. Like, I don't understand why these guys do that. I don't understand either. And he's able to, from that scene, he gets on his dolphin pro- propeller thing. And then he's, it's almost like he's in Germany. Right, he's in Munich, and then he's able to go to Australia. It's almost like it looks like he's going right from there because they show him on the propeller thing, and the next thing he's on that boat. Well, the propeller he's right near the propeller thing lasts about eight hours. So you know when you you, uh, with the battery life. So you know (laughs) they edit out the scene that he has to stop and charge it for a little bit and get a sandwich. (laughs) But no, so he he's there in seconds, and then Gina's on a boat, and in this scene. Raheem is on this. He he's uh he's with Jessica Alba in this scene, but dude, the fact that he doesn't have a gun and he's able to take them all out with a knife. You 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 have a, a bunch of bad guys. With he has no gun. You like I said, they all have guns. You're gonna tell me now one person can shoot him? Not one. This is the part where uh, because they there wasn't real blood. Like it wasn't like effects. The- that that was a lot of computer and dude in the next I'll talk about it now but when he is like down and they're shooting at him the bullet holes dude they're they look like when people put bullet holes on cars <laughs> like those crappy decals that <laughs> morons put on their cars 
we just lost the one guy that does that. He's like, man, I thought that was cool. <laughs> but no, dude, those things look like that on that like white leather couch behind him. It was so funny to see that because when he starts moving, you could sort of see them like not look as good behind. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, I know. You know, that's that's what like made me laugh in this movie. Like, you know, they, they definitely had some good like stunts and stuff that they showed. But they chintzed down on a lot of other things that were so obvious. Like, you know, they should, yeah. they, should they, they should have spread out the budget a little better than I think, you know, they did. Yeah, for $3 million, I guess they were like, you know what? Let's see if we do better than the first one. Because I forgot what the first one did for this one to be able to make, you know. The, was they, he a big name? Was he a big name in the first one? Oh, yeah. Oh, he, was. he was already a big transporter movie. Yeah. But, first one came out in 2011. Transporter movies are 2002. Okay. So they also had a bigger star, too. They had Ben Foster, I think, in the first one. He, Yeah, but he wasn't even super big you, at that point. Okay. That was like, because he was the guy who was like, quote unquote, training, which yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to reveal that. Yeah, yeah that was good. People don't remember that movie. But yeah, so then Gina's fighting a random henchman. This would have made more sense if she was going against the guy that slapped her before. Because she should have got the revenge because this random henchman shoots her. So she gets shot in the gut. And I'm like, why would they have this guy that we don't even know who it is to have like this mo- not moment with her, but it should have been that number two. Yeah, but that was the one she, that shot her. That guy was pretty big, though. So, I mean, I, yeah. I don't think she's really going to do it anything with him anyway. But, yeah, I mean, like, she really takes a beating in this movie. I mean, you oh know, God, I wasn't expecting to get a shot. I mean, that was pretty. Uh... At this point, I, I'm still thinking, like, man, they're really selling <laughs> this double cross. Like, they're like, this is unbelievable. Like, like now they've shot her. Like, oh, this is really. Well, it. imagine she was like she was behind the whole thing. Like, you know, instead of her, you know, like that she's working for the guy. Imagine like she was like the big reveal. She was Jigsaw. She was whole been, time. That, she was Jigsaw. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have Bishop. He uses the guy's human shield. I love that. But my favorite one was, was when he throws the grenade in the hot tub and he throws the guy on top of it. That was. Yeah, but, so but cool. that grenade sat there for a while. You know, like, because even it, when the guy threw in there, like. Wouldn't have done more damage. Is the guy's like he just like blew up in the air. Like you saw him. Like you know you saw, like yeah. I just thought like it doesn't a grenade do a lot more damage than that. Well, not in water. Well, oh. well he threw the grenade first and then the body, right? Yeah, yeah. Then the guy. He threw the. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. God, I love that. That's that's so great. It's amazing. This whole time, Andrew's throwing glassware. <laughs> like it's nothing. So then we have. So again, just like bad guys. So if you're going to get off a boat, if you know you can get off a boat, okay? Because he says, guys, get the boat ready. Crane's yelling at his the, the like four remaining out of like 200 henchmen that Statham didn't kill yet or maim. And he, he sets the timer for four minutes. That's a lot of time. Even though Crane says the blast that will happen from this, you won't be able to get away from. Not that big of an explosion. Later. Wait, 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 wait. You think four minutes is a lot of time? Four minutes to, yeah. Uh, four minutes to play play chicken with a bomb? I don't think so. Like, it, you have, you, think about, like, all right, you're leaving to go somewhere, you know, with your wife in your car. How long does it take you to go from the, the inside your house, to get to the car, to get the car started, to move? Four minutes is not a lot of time. And 
they're at one end of the ship. They had to get to the other end of the ship. Well, that's dumb on Crane's part. When he okay. gave himself more, I just thought the fact that I don't know. I always think those guys don't give. It, it gives too much time to like a guy like Arthur Bishop to be able to, you know, just foil his plan. Yeah, but I don't think it's given you enough time because it, it literally like he he was barely getting away when Bishop got to him. So I, I don't know. To me, four minutes, I'd panic. Even better, not even the four minutes. How about this guy has all this technology? He's able to watch the guy, you know, in Munich, like going to the sub, like on satellite. Why wouldn't he just have a button that he's able to get away and then able to just blow up Arthur? What's the button to get him away? Like eject him? At- to, no, I'm saying. No, I'm saying he has a button that blows up the ship, so he does it whenever well, he that, wants. Yeah, that would make more sense, but you know, it's not as intense. Yeah, why wasn't he in that the escape pod? Yeah, you don't do. You're, you're right. <laughs> why is that on there? It reminded me of Star Wars. Yeah, it was a Star Wars escape pod. Do all boats have that? All yachts have that? What? Those rich people are in some weird I'm, shit. I'm uh, you know what? That's what the rich people are at this. Where'd Chauncey sorry, go? Sorry. Oh, he got so blasted last night, dude. He went to the bottom of the ocean. Now we lost all the Chaunceys. <laughs> all the Chads, all the Chaunceys. I think Jessica Alba came back, though. I, I really well, she better. She's like on the show in a couple back. weeks. Listen to that. You, <laughs> Jessica Alba? We'll see. You got, you got to listen to find out. I do love the fact that he's he pulls like an Armageddon because he's like, okay, Gina, and he throws her into it, locks her up, and he's like, get to shore. Like he just gives her that instruction. But I did really enjoy the Crane versus Bishop fight to finish the movie. I thought it was great, I, and he was Crane was the only one to land a hit on Bishop. Yes, which makes which no, was really, exactly really weird. Well, but isn't he isn't he kind of in the same league as a bishop? Like, wasn't he? Because the, what's their history? Again, he left the. Oh, that's, a, that's what it was, right? It was an orphanage. It was something weird. It was yeah, some it was something storyline. So yeah. yeah, but you know what? I like the way he tied him up at the end. Like what is like? Yeah, it was such a weird. Oh, uh, what, dude! The fact that he was using the that as a weapon. Oh, he was using the freaking okay because. Oh, wait, before we even get to that part of the fight, how about when he's on the boat, when he oh, uses the boat yeah. and he shoots? Okay. The, yes! How ridiculous is that? I mean, like it was, it was, <laughs> but it was awesome. It was how fast it was going. And he was able was, to shoot the remaining henchmen and, and, and hit him. Exactly. You're going to tell me he's not dizzy and he's able to shoot. Like That's like you ever do bat races. Like if you you do, you chuck on a beer and then you like spin on yes. a bat. You're going to tell me he's able, like you can't even walk straight after that. But he's spinning. Not even that. Teacups. It's oh. like the teacups in Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. God. <laughs> yes. That scene was wild. But when they do. <laughs> but when they do. Fight. And he grabs the. Again. How heavy. Are I those, was right? going to say. That's a yacht. That's a right? huge yacht. So that has to be pretty heavy and strong to be able to. Like, I don't think you could just lift it up. Because don't they usually have like a, right. like a, a crank that like lowers it or whatever, you know, or whatever? Was, like, yeah, anchors. Those anchors should be so heavy, but he's able to swing it around like a bat, and he's just about to hit him, and he just rolls out of the way. Do, but no, I, I like, yeah. Do they do they have anchors like that where you just throw it overboard like that, like in a big yacht like that? I can understand for a small yeah. boat. I would think again, it would be a crank. Like you have to lower it into the ground. No, I agree. I don't think. I would think it. Has yeah, to be and a there's no way you're swinging that around. And no. and if you are, 
you're hitting yourself. You know, you know. <laughs> we just lost all the maritime viewers of the podcast. No, but when he wraps him up with the chain, I thought that was pretty cool because then he was able to leave him. But I love that's when he says, "You'll never get away." The blast, and then when I see him run to the sh- into the ship, I'm like, "Well, what did he say?" He goes, "Who says I'm running?" Or he said something like that. He goes, "Who said I'm running away?" Yeah, which I didn't, I didn't. I thought like, all right, was he like flying out of there? Like he's like, does he have a hang glider? Is he, like, I, I thought he was going back underneath. Yeah, something like you know it, it, what he Fly said didn't make sense. Yeah. So yeah, the hang glider girl comes back See? from the opening See? sequence that, and picks him up, and then the credits roll. That would have been good. <laughs> he should have said, "Who says I'm um, I'm I'm leaving?" Is what he should have said because he didn't leave. He did not leave. Yep. But so then Gina's pod pops up. They open her up. You see, like, all the cops, ambulances, and everything. And Max is hanging out there. Max Adams is hanging out there while the reporters are talking and everything. Didn't they remind you of the Planet of the Apes thing when they landed? That pod? Yes! (laughs) That was the same pod as Planet of the Apes, right? It looks exactly (laughs) like it. Yeah. Okay. 100%. (laughs) But he looks around, and when they pull out the one thing, he looks at his people... And he goes, even legends die. And then he looks up at the security camera. I'm like, that's kind of weird that he looked up at that. But I do love that when he looks up, when he looks at that, well, again, I guess he has access to everything. Max well, Adams. I was going to say, when he because looks- it's not his security camera. It's Kane's, right? No, it wasn't Crane's. It was just a random one on some dock. Oh, so he was able to just get there and look at it. Okay. All right. Okay. But one thing that was cool, so when he looks at him and he sees him come out of it and he says, bang, you're dead, and he deletes the footage so he truly disappeared like you want it. So cool to play play homage uh, to the original. Those are the last Bronson writes a letter to his apprentice, Steve McKenna, played by John Michael Vincent, and that's in the letter. It says, bang, you're dead. That's how the first one is. is. So the first one. So the re- the one that Statham did part one is it very much similar to the the original? It is, yeah, yeah. Is, no, it is, is is the Bronson one good? Oh, it's great. Okay, I have to look at it. Michael Winter directed it. Yes, nineteen seventy two. I have to watch it. No, great. But then the end of the movie, you, you have to say it's good. The end of the movie, or else you're gonna lose all the Bronson fans. <laughs> oh no, Bronson's awesome. But the end of this movie is so stupid because she's teaching the class and then he shows up and I'm just like. Why did he take so long? Was it really? Did anybody even know he was on that ship to really prove that he's dead? Nobody knows he's really alive. Not only that, like even I think it was okay. Is it Crane or Kane? Crane. Okay. He even says like We're at the end of the movie, and you're asking what his name is. That yeah, makes, that's well, good. that's all right. So Crane, Kane, the same thing. Crane, Kane. How many? How many K names? Is it K, Crane with a K or well, Crane it's a C. It's a C anyway. So. How do you know? You know it's in the credits. Okay. Who watches credits? <laughs> I don't watch credits. <laughs> yes, we we lost the guy that writes the credits now. Okay, so she's he he said that like you 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 put this girl in this situation. It's your fault. She's here. So at this point, she's com- completely safe. She's away from him. Like you know, you see this in movies all the time when you have to walk away from you know. Why would he come back into her life? Like, sure. She, like he's putting her in danger again for part three. 
which he wants to do. The director of this movie wanted to make a series out of it. And I think just giving the, the financial success, I'm surprised it didn't happen, but maybe it would, but, uh, you know what? I, I think if they did do it now, I think it would do well. Cause I think, I, I think Jason Statham has got to be one of the top three guys in Hollywood right now, you know, like, oh, so yeah. I think, I think it would do well. And I think it would definitely be better than this one, you know? All right. I would volunteer to be an extra in the Malaysian prison in the third one. <laughs> All the man boobs you, you can look at. And you can get to the bottom of the rat circle, whatever that is. But uh, So that's Mechanic Resurrection. Let's go to our action sequel expert. Andrew, would you recommend someone to watch this movie? Uh, yes, it it is hit all four of the the bees, the four uh, bees of uh, bees. action sequels. Uh, I've lost my papers, but yes, it it, it it has hit all four of the bees. Uh, it's been fun. The plot sucks. The acting is not on par with uh, other great movies. Uh, but it's fun. It's fun. Um, you can't. You can't. Go past the four Bs. Yeah, if you're looking for something, if you're looking for a fifth B. Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. It moves. I think this movie moves. Like it moves fast. Ninety. It's again. It. I think it comes out to be eighty-eight minutes. Jamie. So I. I think it moves after she gets taken. I think before she gets taken. Agreed. It, it is a little slow. There's about ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes of slow of them getting to know each other for the one day they meet. So, um, but yes, I mean, if you, if you're a Statham fan, it, it, I mean, his action scenes are always awesome. He, to me, he like, he does stunts like Jackie Chan, you know, Jackie Chan always uses like props to like do parkour stuff and everything. And that's how, what Statham does. And I think, you know, if you enjoy that kind of action, I mean, it, the action scenes are great. Just get past the, the first 20 minutes and you're okay. Well, yeah, watch guess- the first five minutes. Cause it's ridiculous. And then skip the n- middle 15 and then, then the rest of the movie is good. I think that's what makes up for that slow part because you get that jolt of energy from that first five minutes. But uh, no, he's great. The, the movie, obviously, the plot's so similar to Killer Elite, but I, don't know, I just love what he does in these movies. Like the the making it look like an accident. It, it's more in the first one. They're like really intense. A few of them that he does in the in the first one. But no, you got to see this movie. It's it's great. And uh, it's a sequel, so why not? Andrew, thank you. You're a five-timer. It's- Jessica Alba, we love you. You're, <laughs> what is you're that? a great actress. Uh, we would love to have you <laughs> on the podcast. It's an upside-down triangle uh, or it's a heart, or Diamond Dallas page. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I, oh, Jessica Alba, we love you. I just want to let you know. Thank you, that. Andrew. So the next sequel up, I think Jamie's going to hate it. Oh, oh, man. Uh, it's sort of a romantic thriller. I think this is our first like non- uh, every other genre. This is our first like romance. It's kind of like they're. It's kind of like one of those be like softcore uh... movies. There's not a lot of anything too rough in it. It's Mirror Mirror Three: The Voyeur. Ugh. So bizarre. It's free on Plex TV, and it's the perfect Valentine's Day sequel. The movie has Billy Drago, <laughs> David Naughton. I think I watched 45 seconds of that. <laughs> Uh, David Naughton, who's an American werewolf in London, said a ton of stuff. A young Mark Ruffalo. He was actually in Mirror Mirror 2, which surprisingly has Peter Vincent from Fright Night and Fright Night 2. I can't think Wait, of we're doing Mirror Mirror, Mirror 3? 
We're doing Mirror Mirror. Three. How many Mirror Mirrors are there? I think there's like four or five. Is there a Snow White? Anything to do with Snow White with this? No, no, not at all. Well, because it's Mirror Mirror on the wall. I know it's a girl. She gets Monique Parent next week's guest. She gets like taken into a. It's bizarre. It, she even talks about it. The movie had two directors, and there's two houses right near each other, so they're running from house to house filming the different scenes. Ugh. But yeah. Believe. I can't think of his name. Planet of the Apes. Why? Charlton Heston. This is killing me. No, P- uh, the guy that was in Fright Night too. Cornelius, legendary Roddy McDowell. Roddy McDowell Cornelius. was in Cornelius. Yeah, he's in Mirror Mirror Two, which to me is like mind blowing. But no, it, it'll be fun to talk about because I watched some of it and Jamie. They, <laughs> so yeah. you're so you're already be- saying that this is gonna be on my list of movies I hate. You're gonna, oh dude, I think you might, <laughs> I think you might dumb me. <laughs> But no, so I talked to Monique, which I remember her growing up from like these B movies that she was in and she was in like those late night Skinamax movies. But she talks about how she started her career in the B movie world and then she was on the face. She was the face of like the Skinamax type movies. And then she worked with Jim Wynorski. So she had some fun Jim Wynorski stories. And then recently she started in the Lifetime movie Killer uh, Ambition that just premiered. And that also has our friend of the podcast, Sean Cannon, in it. So she had a cool rapport, like working with Sean. So it was a great chat that got shut, uh, cut short. My friggin' power went out. But uh, no, she was a lot of fun to chat with. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, follow us on all social media at Sequels Only, and don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. It makes me laugh every time.